Welcome to Conversations That Matter, where we ask questions, explore topics, and shine a light on what's truly important. Today, Jim Sheck and myself, Sarah Jones, are joined by Brett Gooden, uh, one of the owners of Iron Energy Gyms. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So, Brett, just first off, you're the owner of Ironworks Gym in West Kelowna. Iron Energy. Iron Energy, see? Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> you've been in you've been in the social spotlight for sure. You're starting to come into the news and all that stuff. You guys have started a movement. How many times during this COVID pandemic have you been forced to close? Well, we've been forced to close three times. This will be introduction of the fourth full closure. What was the longest closure? The longest closure was um, would have been about sixty days, and that was at the the second closure would have been the largest one. So in all that, when you're forced to close, what compensation were you offered? Like, what is, like, was there grant money? Was there, like, some type of funding that you were allowed to access? The government offered us, basically, the Bureau to go down and um, we could get funding. But these, again, were kind of backhanded funding, essentially. They were trying to get us to put personal guarantees on the money that was being released to us. So... That money was never really eligible. They were large money. It was $50,000. The previous gym owner before Iron Energy existed did take the funding um, with the promise. He got $50,000 with the promise to pay back within a year. He had to pay it back. So it was a grant, but the grant was a backhanded deal to pay it back. So it didn't really help much in the sense of covering the costs by any stretch of imagination of what the business actually needed to run and operate. It was just enough to get you by through the undetermined time that we would have been shut down. And this latest closure that I think came down December, Sarah will help me here. Uh, December it was on 22nd. December, yeah. December 22nd, I yeah. think the, the latest closure. And they offered, how much did they offer you this time to close basically till January 18th? So the government issued us and said, we will give you a grant of $10,000. Um, at this time, I'll speak on behalf of the gym. Um, this was the worst time that, and this is why we rose up so strong with mental health. Um, they wanted us to basically close our doors at the worst time of year, lay off our employees who are students, working bodies, and we have over 10 staff. For $10,000, this doesn't even cover our cleaning costs from the previous three mandates that have been in place, between spray bottles to cleaning crews to um, signage to the paper towels, to the sanitization equipment, to the extensive, this $10,000 that they offered us was literally an embarrassment and slap in the face, not even covering a quarter of our rent or our lease payment that we need to make for the gym, let alone staff and product and services that we need to run the gym. So ordering us, you know, saying, Oh, we're gifting you $10,000 was literally, we use the term. It's like kissing your sister. It's not going to do anything for the person. It's just something that is not, it's an embarrassment. Um, it's downright disrespectful. If the government wants to do something powerful, they should just allow us to stay open. So with that, that $10,000 offer, also that is likely 
the, the time, January, is when people mostly do new memberships because of the New Year's Day resolutions and all that stuff. Most people sign up, I tell you, on that time. And to be closed during that period would be a tough time when your your cycle is probably your highest, I, would, I guess. Absolutely. Numbers, numbers don't lie. January is the biggest kickoff for fitness. Um, generally, people have a New Year's resolution goal of you know getting in shape and what that looks like to each individual is totally up to them on their personal standards and and our gym demographically is a lot actually a lot more than 40 plus so what we're seeing here now is obviously the larger population coming to play of being you know elderly and, and older 40 50 60 we have some of the gym members that are 70 years old and their new year's resolution was just to get moving again you know from being stationary for so long Obviously, this decision comes out of frustration. Can you just kind of walk us through that? Like, obviously, you got the order. And I don't know how many of you are involved in the decision-making. Maybe just kind of walk us through that day you get the order and, like, what happened. Yeah, absolutely. We got the, uh, we got the order to close. And uh, myself, my wife, and the other three owners um, collectively got on a team call immediately and discussed our options, what we're doing. And we figured it's time, you know, we can't take that, get that rug pulled out from us anymore. Um, it was a time to take a stand for Canada. It was a time to take a stand for our community. And it was a time to take a stand for our business in general, improving why our gym and mental health and pro-choice is so essential in survival and positivity that we all said enough is enough. And this is the time that we're going to make the stand and we're going to make this viral. And we are going to make a statement to put iron energy on the map. That's going to give the power to every single individual, business, small business, to rise up for themselves and say enough's enough. Did you talk to some of your members at all when you were when you come to this decision or, or how did you? We absolutely did. We interviewed and we have live interviews of multiple of our, of our um, patrons that come to Iron Energy, clients, friends, family, that all come there. And every single one of us, we have over 1,400 members. All of the members that came up and rose up with us are still there to this day. No cancellations of memberships. And they're there to support. They were encouraging us and saying whatever we need to do to defend you guys, to have your back, to stand guard, to promote you, we have your back. This is how important it is to everyone in our gym. How would you say social media has impacted helping get this message out, like helping your small business kind of thing? Um, social media has dramatically helped the launch and the movement that we needed to accomplish to get to be heard. Um, so social media, without social media um, and the, you know, like yourself, School and Now, other businesses, other um, news agencies reaching out to us, we've had the ability to reach to large areas of the USA, like Ian Smith, who's the New Jersey, basically pioneer of standing up for people's rights with over a million dollars of fines, has reached out to us personally and encouraged us to keep following suit. Other legal lawyers, our governing officials, RCMP, paramedics, firefighters, all reaching out to us, asking how they can support us in this time because of the fact that we are taking the stand. And these are all governing bodies that have went to, sworn into you know everything that the government wants them to do, but they're saying enough's enough on their end as well. And it's this time that we're here that the people are supporting such a powerful movement because, you know, we're over two years into this and nothing has changed and yet we still keep getting shut down with no data. There's enough is enough and these people are here to support us all the way through. So social media has been a very powerful icon for us. Well, and now the MLA Ben Stewart in West Kelowna there is also advocating for you guys. How does that feel? Honestly, that feels like we've been heard. And he made a quote in the bottom of that um, 
Jacksonette article about Iron Energy Gym. And the MLA of West Kelowna said he'll stand up and protect local small businesses. And his time he did, he came through because this is essential. And he sees the power and the benefit, not only of what we're doing, but how important mental health is and pro-choice is for our community. Having a, an outlet for people, for the single mom to go take their kid to daycare and go get a workout in. Having that the recovering alcoholic, and I can tell you personally, there's a guy that comes in and tells me he's been 206 days sober. For me to remove the rights from him to come in and train, and he specifically has said, if I don't get the ability to train, this is my exit, I will go back to abuse. And for me, that is just enough right there to stand for my people and every other owner as well, to stand up for what's right and stand up for what matters. Obviously, there's been like a lot of businesses that have suffered small businesses, but there's been a few that have benefited. There's been the Amazons and the, you know, the larger big box stores have, have benefited greatly from, you know, the lockdown or shutdowns or mandates and all that stuff. How is that in your, in your mind fair when, when some businesses are making out like bandits and then, you know, like a lot of the small businesses that have employees that are in the local community are, are suffering? Well, it's definitely, I mean, I'm going to stay in my lane here because I don't know the data and statistics on how much, the, I mean, people are promoting stuff on social media. We try to stay in our lane and um, it's obviously, it's going to impact every small business who sees the, you know, Amazon boxes being dropped off left, right and center and, and them triumphing or even like the Costco's that were never ordered to close or, or any, any of these larger you know, boxes of population that have just been triumphing in this time, which of course is about 5% of the population, but us small businesses and kind of essentially what's quote unquote the middle class are just getting the rug pulled from us and raped and, and, you know, just funding and and excessive asking for grants that, you know, the ability that to see what these other businesses are accomplishing in this time, it's, it's definitely disheartening watching the small businesses have to struggle because these are the backbone of our community. Communities are struggling because the small businesses are being shut down. Every single gym, every single small business has some type of essential power to themselves. It's essential for that family to be fed. It's essential for that mom who opened up her first coffee shop to feed her, feed her children. It's, everything is essential to that person because it's their small business. It's their business, their baby. And seeing these other massive corporations just breaking in cash and that sort it's just it's honestly it's disgusting to this to, to see it you know i mean good on them for making money it's not their fault but i think honestly that there should be some type of compensation for the ones that are continually getting you know pushed to the bottom have you had to like raise membership fees or anything like that in during this time while you're trying to cover costs when you're while you're closed down we actually have not raised our prices since the day that we opened we have given away more free stuff. We've donated more money to charity. There's a GoFundMe account that was just put up for us, and we will be donating all of that money to charity because we are fighting this in the with right face face on that we have that we know we're going to win. So we're going to take that money that everyone has donated to help us, and we're going to give it off to charity. And that's just how we've always been. It's not about taking the people's money. This doesn't have money it has nothing to do with this. We are. We're paying our bills and we're monitoring, you know, our staff, our costing and that sort to be reflective. Of course, we've gained members since we've decided to make a stand. And right, that is right there is the power of what we need to show that our movement is working. But we have not increased membership prices, nor will we. We have made sure that everyone has the equal opportunity to be shared and to, to participate. And that no matter who you are, you have the ability to make a change for yourself.
since you've started this, you've had some other gyms join you now since you've started this this operation green light. Yeah. How many how many gyms do you know of right now that are kind of in the same space you are? Um, right now there is multiple yoga studios. There's over five gyms in Kamloops. There is one in Chilliwack. Um, and two or three local yoga studios that have joined the movement of the green light, which is basically going to shock a lot of people with how many small businesses are ready to take a stand. And we will, we'll stay in our lane here and we'll, we'll keep the green light a little bit silent here for this time being. But I'm telling you right now that it is extremely powerful. There is a lot of businesses, well over 300, that are ready to rise up and take a stand at the same time that's going to shock the world. So is there a message that you want to, like, to share with the community? Like, Absolutely. The message that Iron Energy wants to share with the community is it's time to take back what's yours. And this doesn't mean go out and, and rebel. This doesn't mean go slander. This doesn't mean any of that. This means take your possession of yourself, health, wealth back into your own hands. What's been happening is not fair. What you need to do now is take a stand and stand for the right things, not a stand for the wrong. So we are not here to say that we're anti-vaxxers or, or start a huge rally. We're here to support the people, give them a place to train, give them a place to work on their mental health, advocate pro-choice and the ability to make a choice for oneself. That is our biggest message we want to get across for that and mental health is you having the ability to work through your mental health and whatever capacity that looks like for you, get yourself in physical shape at whatever capacity that looks for you, and then have the ability to choose what you want in this life as a strong Canadian should of what you want, how you want to do it, and live your most authentic life with power in your own hands to do the things that you want to do and not be told to go down this road here because it's going to be a promised land and then continue to get the rug ripped out from underneath you. It's to have the ability to make a change have the ability to rise up and let your voice be heard. But it's time is now for the people to stand and make their voices loud, make it heard, and stand behind Iron Energy and other local businesses who are also taking the stand because the stand will be the change that Canada needs to see. I thank you for your time today, Brett. And um, I look forward to more updates from you as well. And, you know, all the best in your business and, and, and a brighter future and a better tomorrow. Absolutely. You guys as well stay safe and keep being authentic and just doing a great job. Thank you. If you have any topics you would like to hear a conversation on, email us at podcasts at nowmediagroup.ca.